Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fine example of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me across the pond from the land of King Arthur is Steve Parsons. So there you go. Good evening. If only you, know, you sound so good tonight. If only if only the listeners could hear what you sounded like just before we go on air. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I'm going to record it one day and retransmit it. Anyway, I've been doing my research this week, and I'm like... And you realize that it's almost time for Spirit Quest. I know, I understand. No, because you've just been down the beach, and because, you know, we, we spent some time near the beach, and I, what a scary place. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've, been, I've been reading, uh, doing lots of research on the Bridgewater Triangle. That's, That's a scary not even close place. to me. I know that's well, it's kind of close. You go you go into Bridgewater tomorrow to do your video broadcast. Not even close. No, I'm going to East Bridgewater, which it's, is totally in, different. Is it inside the Bridgewater Triangle? Uh, could be. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, but Great White Sharks off Massachusetts. Yeah, we get them all the time. It's no big deal. Oh, you not get me in the water again. <laughs> that's just scary bad. Whatever. Anyway, life goes on, you know. Yeah. A poor guy got killed, got killed by a lion right in front of the tourist. Yeah, uh, I was watching there was these two, these two ladies who were out kayaking, and a great white shark nibbled the kayak. Yeah, well, it's like sure. <laughs> storms. Oh, and there was tornado. So you got like thunderbirds, and I don't mean the television series. It's flying pterodactyls. I'm not going to go on to the one that said orbs. Um, and you've got some fantastic ghost hunting teams um, and some fabulous footage on YouTube, including one of this guy that looks uncannily like you doing yoga. That would be me. Yeah, it was. I didn't know you could do yoga. Oh, I could do anything. You're so cool. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I don't anyway, Yeah. Anyways, yes, there's a, there's a great channel out there with uh, the Essex County Ghost Project on it. And... Uh, thanks to you, I've been watching their little videos, and I, I, it's interesting. They're, they're informative and entertaining, aren't they? Uh, I don't know about entertaining, but they're certainly informative. I mean, uh, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, we've, um, well, say, I was looking at some of the locations around um, Essex County and uh, mm-hmm. the, the area north of Boston, and they just, they just popped up, mm-hmm. um, along with a UFO scene over Lowell. Um, which was interesting, yeah. uh, complete with rotor blades and strobe lights, which is, uh, again, how that one made it to YouTube, I'll never quite know. But Black helicopter. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. There you go. But so anyways, see- we're broadcasting, of course, live from Tojinet and being carried by uh, Planet Paranormal, uh, what's your name, Pararex, and Radio Crackle? Amongst others, I guess. So there you go. Yeah, we're not proud. Anyone that lovers. Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, uh, you'll be here very shortly with Spirit Quest coming up. Uh, over half the weekend passes are sold, so that's a good thing. So there'll be lots of little buggers running around. So there you go. Lots of little what? Sorry, buggers. Does that translate the same as it does in the UK? I have no clue. Are you drinking tea or liquor? Uh, liquor. Okay, fine. Anyway, uh, so you'll be over here uh, annoying the crap out of me in person. So, I mean, that'll, that'll be really... I'm looking really forward to that, you know. About three weeks, I reckon. Just over three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about three weeks. So if you haven't got your tickets for Spirit Quest and some of the other cool stuff that we're doing together while I'm over there... Um, which does not include hunting for great white sharks, thunderbirds, or Bigfoot. Of course foot. it does. Hey, Bigfoot in Essex County. I never knew that one. That was oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's my brother. Thousand pound Bigfoot. Yeah, it's my brother. I'm sure it's my brother. Okay. Anyway, yep. I was yeah, just trying to, yeah, I was trying to feet. raise the, the feet. raise the tone of the show. But, you know, it's like it's a real struggle. Yeah, but it's, um, there's lots of cool stuff. It's not just Spirit Quest I'm over there for. Um, we've got other cool plans together, haven't we? I guess. Haven't we? Um, we're guess. not telling. <laughs> they're all secret plans, are they? We've got cool plans, but they're apparently secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go. if you want to come along, you'll have to wait till we reveal the secret. Ooh, there you go. So. So there you go. It's all interesting stuff. Anyways, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the amazing things that are happening in the news, in the news of the paranormal. I and mean, we did a show, we did an entire show on it a couple of weeks ago, and people just loved it. So we said, what the hey? Uh, we have a guest coming in the second half, but we, we just, Steve decided that we should review a couple of these amazing stories that have occurred uh, since the last show. So we can't, we can't predict the music just crops up and you know in order to be current we have to uh you know be in there um while it's okay. topical. well i think it should be a regular part of the show i mean we should have a segment on paranormal news well we we've got some news tonight uh we've got some interest we've a bit of diverse news actually we start off with uh, one from shropshire england uh which has gone viral um and the link oh, what hasn't <laughs> and the links are already on YouTube, uh, are on the Ghost Channel, um, Ghost Chronicles International Facebook page, I should have said. Mm-hmm. Um, and this took place when uh, the owner of a public house in Shropshire, England, mm. uh, got the fright of his life when he found shattered glass all over the floor of his pub. Oh. Uh, he's, when he studied the CCTV footage... They weren't full glasses, were they? Um, it doesn't say, I guess not. Um, but apparently when he studied the footage, I quote, he could not believe his eyes. There was no one in sight, the place was empty, and they just fell without explanation. Both of the glasses just go. So we checked out the cam- ca- the cameras from different angles, and they all showed the same thing. Um, he, he does and he doesn't believe in ghosts, um... So there you go. And the video footage is, it's interesting. It's, it, it's hardly compelling, but there is an interesting little bit in the uh, video footage, which I, I don't know if anybody, many people have picked up on. Um, but certainly, um, if you watch the video footage right at the start, of course, like many bars, they have a board, uh, chalkboards at the top of the bar. Um, for interesting deals of the day and beers of the week, guest beers and celebrity beers. Um, but there's a 
a little wording with what looks like a smiley sort of face attached to it. And it says, hi, thanks for looking. Yeah. I I don't know if that's just a, uh, a hint or a clue as to the authenticity of the uh, video footage, whether it's just an advertising stunt. Huh. But what you failed to mention, of course, was that tourists actually caught a picture of a robed uh, bishop, they call it, uh, in one of the windows. So, Yeah, that, was, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't the same place. Um, it wasn't? That, no, 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 no. Um, he's another. Um, the faceless ghoul of the bishop is in Norwich. Um, oh, my, my bad. I, I misread that. That's around... Um, Gosh, it was so, it, be, so interesting. I must have misread it. I apologize. Uh, that must be 152, uh, close to 150 miles from... Um, and that mm. was captured again this week uh, by a tourist. They're always captured by tourists. Tourists make great ghost, uh, ghost photographers. And why do you uh, think that is? Um, <clears throat> I, because tourists possibly are the ones with cameras. Um, or it is... Or, or, or the story is always a tourist. Um... Mm. But nonetheless, this was um, a visitor to the cathedral at Norwich, and uh, they were just, as they always are, just snapping photographs. And you've got to, I mean, one of the things when you look at uh, photographs, uh, particularly still photographs, is, and it's the first question that I think when you're trying to review um, a photograph in terms of a paranormal claim that's associated with it or linked to it, is why was the photograph taken? Because, you know, a photograph should really have some, some reason for it being taken, artistic merit or an interesting scene or an architectural detail. Unless you're a ghost hunter. Uh, well, but, you know, we get sent a lot of photographs. I know you probably do as well, where you've got a picture of a blank wall, an anonymous doorway. Um, oh, I was just snapping pictures whilst I was visiting... And that's not really what people do. But what we have here with the, the bishop photograph is a, a blurry image um, because, obviously, it was in low light inside the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole image is blurred and, and poorly exposed. We have the ubiquitous red hoop, which is a guarantee. It's like a stamp of authenticity for paranormal uh, photography. You talk about the red circle around it. Yeah, the, yeah. the red hoop of authenticity. It's like a quality... No camera. arrows? Uh, no arrows, this is just oh. a quality control mark. And a very small uh, or figure with, with a pointy hat, which is supposed to be a um, faceless bishop or hmm. ghoul. Now, what's interesting is, if you look at the architectural photos, I don't have any to hand, but you can, you can go to Norwich Cathedral's own websites and the tourist sites and actually have a look at the, uh, the inside of the cathedral, and you'll see there's a handrail in the middle of the photograph. Um, if people are, want to scroll down the link page. A handrail? Um, yeah. Um, if you're looking at the same one with the red hoop, in the middle of the red hoop, there's a uh-huh. bar, which is uh, a safety bar, a handrail in effect, um, which is just about waist height. So you go figure, that's a very small bishop. Uh. Uh, or a child wearing a pointy hat, or just a simple piece of architectural detail that's been blurred by the camera, um, in, you know, as, as part of the the generally poor standard of the photograph. Ghost Girl, the photographs, if you go to the Ghost Chronicles International Facebook page, the community page, not the closed page, 
uh, you'll see a link to both of the things that we're talking about. This one is the it's scroll down the the uh, the Shropshire video, and you'll see the photograph that we're talking about. Hmm. Interesting. So, so at, anyways, going back to the the uh, tavern with the or inn or whatever you call it in, in the UK. Mm. Um, oh, do you know the difference between a tavern and an inn? Is there one? I have no idea. Yeah, in, in, in the United States, uh, when a place was called the inn, which meant they had rooms for uh, uh, women of ill repute. Uh, well, ta- tavern is. It's probably similar to taverna, is it? The Greek word? I don't know. I don't know. Guessing. But, I mean, the, the video is... There are other videos that have appeared over the years from different public houses, and in fact... Well, um, but we're talking about this one. This We're not yeah, just... Uh, well, I am, talk, I am talking about this one. And, okay. Um, they, you know, some of them are quite compelling. Um, and in fact, we have a first-hand account from uh, inside Parascience, a member of Parascience, um, mm-hmm whose family run a pub very close to this one uh, in the same sort of general part of the world, uh, up in the, mid- the, the Midlands of the, the UK Midlands. And uh, they also had a very similar incident take place in a, in a, uh, in a pub uh, that was run by a family member. So you've got a, a degree of credibility for, for these type of events. That so were they ever, was that one ever investigated by Parascience? Uh, no, unfortunately, it sold the pub just before we got the opportunity, but we were we were planning to. Um, oh. But there are, you know, as I was saying, there are uh, precedents for these type of videos. Pubs uh, tend to have security cameras. Uh, the most common explanation, of course, is that the glass was placed on a wet surface, that the surface had a very low low uh, coefficient of friction, mm-hmm. that something caused it to vibrate, or that the... the uh, the bar top wasn't quite perfectly flat and the thing just slid off. Well, of course, that could apply, and without going into any you know, sort of detailed investigation, you're not going to know for certain. Well, that's what but, I was going to ask you exactly, is that when you receive a piece of video like that, is it possible to comment on a piece of video without doing further investigation? No, of course it's not. And do you know what? There are a lot of people on, on Facebook and uh, on their blog sites who rush to make comments. And in fact, I, you know, I get messages uh, with with photographs attached to them, saying, mm-hmm. "What, what do you think about this? What do you make about the, make of this?" And do you know, I just, I, 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 I really don't want them, uh, and I don't make comments on Facebook very, um, very often about photographs because I'm not in a position to make a considered judgment. I'm seeing, uh, you know, second or third hand comments Usually, it's you know it's been round the internet for days, weeks. It could have been edited a hundred times. I haven't got the original. I can't speak to the original witness. And I don't think it's my place to comment on these viral videos or viral photographs, it, except in in the context of it being a newsworthy thing that we can for general discussion. In terms of you know coming up with a theory as to what might be uh, taking place or specifically relating to that photograph or video, I don't think that. It would be right or proper of me to take uh, to, to take a stab at it, or to make a blog post about it, or to rant on on Facebook about it for hours. Um, you know, you just, I think you're really making you just being idiotic. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we we actually had a similar case here in the states that you and I did a, a show on. Actually, um, that's right. Uh, I, it was up in New Hampshire, and it, it was a, a cake dish that uh, flipped off the counter, the cover. Just a cover. That's right. 
and uh, we did have the original footage from the video, and mm -hmm. we had uh, a first-hand witness. First-hand witness. So I mean, we did a little bit of research, and we still couldn't. We could only come up or surmise. I, I, I hate the word surmise. We could only uh, entertain uh, some theories of how that could possibly happen, uh, other than uh, paranormal. Well, I agree. Um, you know, we were in the fortunate position. We had original footage and we, we had the uh, first-hand account of the person, um, which does put us in a better position to make a judgment call, if you like. And we were able to, as I recall, there was the, there was a fleeting shadow that went past. It was suggestive of a heavy vehicle. Um, and it, it turned yeah, out... Which I Google totally Earth. discounted it. As, as... Uh, well... <laughs> Well, we, we looked at Google Earth and there was a main road and the lady did confirm that there was heavy trucks passing the building. Right, but absolutely... Uh, uh, yeah, it's a possibility. No, there was no proof that that was absolutely... No, no, no. I, I, I didn't say it was proof. I said right. it was a possibility and it remains I a possibility. I thought it was more probable that it was paranormal than uh, a heavy vehicle, judging from the flight path of the uh, cover. Well, so, without without actually going there and subjecting it to experimentation. No, I'd say we can't definitely... No. One both, possi both, both possibilities are likely. Right. But I was just disagreeing with you yeah. at that time. Which well, you always disagree with me. So, yeah. mm -hmm. Your job is to disagree with me, isn't it? Whatever, if you say so. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we have these photographs, and we have, again, we have... I mean, it, it is almost a weekly occurrence that you have a viral photograph or piece of video, particularly in the summer months when, you know, it's, it's quiet news. Um, and, but they are relevant, they are newsworthy, they do, they do quickly go viral. All of the main paranormal Facebook pages and uh, internet feeds rapidly fill up with them. They're tweeted and retweeted, and often without comment at all, you know, they're often uh, put up as entirely genuine photographs and videos, um, giving people the impression, of course, that, you know, some research has been done, uh, there's a degree of credibility, and one that I'm just actually putting up now. Uh, onto the Ghost Chronicles page was another one that appeared um, on one of the feeds this, this week uh, when it eventually publishes. Uh, and this shows a photograph of taken in America, uh, clearly because it's an American vehicle. And this is what you're seeing now on the Ghost Chronicles page is entirely the photograph. No information was supplied. Um, we know it's America because it's a GMC, uh, is it a pickup or a truck of some sort? Um, and apparently the, the message was, or the picture was sent on August the 1st at 9.11pm, but we don't know where in America it was taken, we don't know any details, the registration uh, plates of the vehicle aren't visible, uh, and yet this picture is also doing the rounds, and it, it purports to show a figure in the back seat, uh, rear, or possibly the driver's seat of the vehicle, um, but no information, and several people have requested that the, the poster supply this additional information, um, but none has ever been forthcoming. And yet the photograph has been picked up by others and recirculated mm -hmm. um, in several different versions, um, you know, with uh, different accreditations, different explanations attached to it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a good example of, you know, the sort of thing that does very quickly get onto the Internet. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's interesting. So, anyways, going back to our original tavern uh, photograph, so uh, do you have an explanation for that? 
Um, none at all, and for the reasons already stated. The thing I do find slightly ironic is, of course, the high thanks for looking uh, written above the bar, which I, I don't know, to, to my way of thinking, is suggestive of, of a prank, possibly, uh, or indicative of a, pl- of a prank being yeah, being played out. Interesting. Uh, yeah, pubs are businesses. They, they, they generate revenue. They need custom. Um, it may be a, a coincidence the sign might actually refer to thanks for looking at our beer menu however if you look at the beer menus either side of it they're they're remarkably bland they're just a a basic price list Um, and yet right over the glass that apparently moves uh, you have this high thanks for looking which I you've got to say it's an unfortunate an unfortunate choice of or coincidence if it's if it is a coincidence hmm interesting alright so m- moving on we have another one that you uh, uh, posted as well I did yeah um, I, I thought we, yeah, we we don't just do ghosts do we um, you know it's ghost chronicles um, but this this week gone uh, your department of homeland security have posted a video. Uh, leaked a video from the US Department of Homeland Security uh, which shows a UFO being tracked by a thermal imaging camera. And this video has uh, all of the, you know, has a great big US Department of Homeland Security stamp all over it. Uh, last four minutes taken uh, and is being taken seriously by UFO and alien researchers and was placed, uh, made available uh, online. How They don't specify how the Homeland Security leaked it, but a group calling itself the Scientific Coalition for Ufology. And they say that the UFO exhibits characteristics that cannot be explained by any known craft or natural phenomena. Interesting. It was, it was allegedly ca- captured by a Homeland Security camera on one of its aircraft, and it claims that a Homeland Security whistleblower leaked the video and that a number of witnesses have come forward, all are believed to have requested anonymity. Um, again, here we have the incident allegedly took place in 2013 uh, in Puerto Rico and was measured by the, uh, monitored by the crew of a Homeland Security turboprop aircraft belonging to the US Customs and Border Protection Service. Um, we have a picture of that, and we have some nice video footage to back it up, taken with a thermal imaging camera. Um, the object is small; it appears to fly over buildings and through trees, um, seemingly moving in and out of the ocean without slowing down. And at the end, it either disappears or a second object appears, and the original splits in two. Um, and it, it's being cited by a lot of ufologists as an authentic um, piece of video footage mm-hmm. showing an unidentified flying object, which indeed it is, because they haven't got an identity for it. Uh, it's estimated to, between, to be between three and five feet in length, with a speed varying between 40 to 120 miles an hour, uh, with a median uh, speed roughly around 80 miles an hour. The researchers have done their uh, homework and have ruled out the theory was an ob- that the object was a balloon uh, due to the lower wind speeds in the area at the time and that it was moving, therefore moving too fast uh, to be carried by wind currents. 
plus they also said it was appeared to submerge in water. Um, they also examined the possibility of it being a bird, uh, which they discounted. Um, one option uh, was a secret naval test of a Flimmer drone, apparently, which can fly and dive underwater. But this has only got a nose speed of 68 miles an hour. Um, but, of course, nobody in the US Navy was available to comment as to why a Flimmer drone would be in the area at the time. So there you go. Hmm. So, um, I mean, what's your thought? I mean, you're a big uh, into the... Uh, <coughs> Uh, you know, aircraft and so forth? Well, you, you know, I like aeroplanes, um, flying things, uh, nearly as much as ghosts. Um, I, but, you know, I, I've got to compete against a 161-page report uh, produced by this group, um, including radar data animation. Um, the problem we've got here is, with so many of these ufology cases, we have a supposedly leaked video um, supposedly from Homeland Security there is absolutely nothing on the video that verifies the fact it's Homeland Security uh, aircraft that's taken it so mm-hmm. we're reliant purely on these anonymous these anonymous whistleblowing witnesses who've all requested anonymity mm-hmm. uh, the object it, you know I, I haven't you know I haven't had the opportunity to measure it but looking at the the known things I mean you can see you can see buildings in the in the video footage um, but I wouldn't have thought it was as big as they're saying. And when I first saw it, I thought, oh, look, somebody's flying a drone. Um, uh, okay, anyways, we're coming up to the break, so we've got to take a look at these uh, videos, and uh, we rate them, of course. So uh, do you want to start with... Let's start with the one we are talking about, the UFO, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. Is it a UFO? And what's your, what's your comments on it? Uh, well, ten for it being a UFO because nobody can identify it. One for it being um, definitely an alien because we lack any uh, witness information whatsoever. It's all been stripped. Mm-hmm. Which okay. Is so I would uh, I would uh, give this thing a five, seeing it's totally inconclusive and uh, all methods of uh, determination have been have not been exhausted. As far, as far as an attempted to identify this. So I give that a five. Cool. So I moving on. I it. Whatever. So moving on, uh, go get your own. Make up your own. You can't cheat on me. So anyways, next one is the glass thingy. I don't know with this one. I'm, I'm going to go with your five on this one because... Uh, I've seen similar that were um, were more interesting and compelling, but very similar to view. I'm just a little bit disturbed by this high look. Thanks for looking. Um, notice on the wall. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good catch with you by you, by the way. And uh, I'm going to go along. Is it paranormal? Ooh, that's so tough. Uh, it's it's got to be either to me. It's got to be either a hoax or paranormal. I don't think there's anything in between here. Uh, so I'm gonna. Ah, damn. I'll go seven. Paranormal. Only because I I lack the evidence. And the bishop. Oh, the bishop. Five. The dwarf bishop. We gotta go. All right. So uh, we'll be right back after the following messages right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Planet Paranormal, and Beyond. We'll be back with Josh Mantello.
Monday mornings just got scarier. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for another episode of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and his inquisitive travel companion, Lou Lassie, the professor. Hey, that's me. Each week we'll delve into the realm of the supernatural where all that is is not what it appears to be. With remarkable guests, spirited conversation, and the occasional voice of the deceased, we'll bring you a whole new meaning to the term dead air. Ghost Chronicles, Mondays at 11 on Eagle Radio 1110. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And spooky, they all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parax family. Greetings and felicitations. I am Ron Kolek, New England's own Van Helsing. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the Blonde Bombshell. And we're here at the elegant Benford Hall, the Downton Abbey of Venice. And we would like to extend a formal invitation to you. To tune in every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. On Toginet, Parax, Ghost Channel, and Planet Paranormal. You can even listen live on your smartphone with your tune-in app. I'll catch the podcast on iTunes. And now, time for tea. making tea again. Anyway, you're back to part two of Ghost Chronicles International. Uh, before the break, we were discussing this week's topical news, uh, spooky videos, and uh, dodgy homeland security secu- uh, leaked footage. We were just about to score the um, the bishop, the spooky bishop photograph from Norwich Cathedral before we go to our guest. And I'm not letting Ron get, in the way, get away with it. Here, you know, uh, we need a score. Oh, we need a score? We we need to bash the bishop and get a score. Well, you know, I haven't, I really wasn't prepared to do a study on that one, so I really haven't, uh, I just happened to notice it. Uh, but uh, judging from what I see, which is a blurry ph- photography, uh, it, it, you know, I'm going to give this, 
hate to say it, another five right in the middle of the road. Uh, well, because I, I'm not, you know, I don't know enough about it to to give it a no, yay or nay. So there you go. Well, I'm I'm going to say that they haven't got a bishop, and judging by the height of the handrail we talked about before and the point he has, I reckon that they've got one of the seven dwarfs. So I'm okay, going to go for go. a full. I'm going to go for a full ten. They've captured one of the seven dwarfs, and I think it's sneezy. Okay, so let's. Uh, we have a guest on the line who is a professional photographer, so he can give us his interpretation of this amazing photograph. Joining us now is uh, Josh Mantello from Berkshire Paranormal. Hey, Josh. Good afternoon. Good evening. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Josh. Hello. Have you uh, have you seen the photo we're talking about? I I unfortunately haven't. I'm on my uh, I'm on my mobile phone. <laughs> I'm running out of running out of work and whatnot. I haven't been onto a computer, so I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Could you refresh okay. me? Which one was it? Oh, that's all right. We can hold off on that. That's not a problem. If you're, you're you you know I don't want you making judgment on something you haven't seen. That would be crazy. Or crashing. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, Josh, uh, it's good to speak with you. I've known Josh for many, many years. He is the founder of Berkshire Paranormal, and uh, he's a, a very good investigator and will be with us at SpurQuest as well. I am I, super excited about that. I can't wait. Yeah, we've been, it's been actually nice to have another paranormal investigator uh, on site this year. We've, we've, uh, I've been a bit of a one-man one man crusade for sanity over the last two Spirit Quests. Hmm. So be, be nice yeah, to have some on my side for those, I don't become the most popular person. Um, well, what ghost hunter is a popular person? All of them. Uh, <laughs> only the ones that tell them it's haunted. Uh, yeah, sometimes I, uh, there's been a few cases where I, uh, I, I debunked the wrong picture and they, they, I, they don't like me anymore. Yeah, you hmm. see, that's uh, how to win friends and influence people is not to be a ghost investigator. Mm. That's true. So Josh is actually, uh, I've known, like I said, I've known him for a long time, and he's developed this little system where he rates photographs. Uh, uh, and so I, I, it, it, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Because it's it always fascinating. Um, you know, I really kind of, I wanted something simple. And, it, and when I developed it, it was something that, you know, you always heard the... Um, the, the EVP crowd talk a lot about and where they had different classes, whether it was class A, B, or C. So I, I tried to uh, do relatively the same thing with with photography. Um, you know, I think maybe I put like a, a you know A plus B minus type of rating into it though to to help narrow maybe things down a little bit because with pictures. Um, there are so many different variables that can that can take place. So, uh, what I ranked as like a class A was something that was extremely hard to debunk, if debunkable at all. Um, or a B is something that a class B was something that could be explained by natural phenomenon, but the person taking the picture claims that natural phenomenon wasn't taking place. Uh, for instance, um, a light streak um, going through a picture. Now, I could very easily recreate that um, shooting off of a tripod with a long shutter speed and somebody walking through with a flashlight. Yet, 
you know, you take the word of the person who took that picture and they say, well, that didn't happen. Um, so that could be a, a, a level like a class B. It could be explained, but given the circumstances, it wasn't or it, 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 it's not explainable. Where, a, say, a class C would be something that is simply easily dismissed due to environmental um, settings, camera settings, whatever. Do you have a separate class for orbs somewhere down in Z? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah. Actually, Josh has done a lot of uh, research on orbs. Well, that's something we have in common now, using the photography to deal with the orb problem. Orbs, orbs. Unfortunately, you know, for me, uh, they pretty much get ruled out automatically. Um, I've yet to really find anything that I could consider to be a solid evidence of paranormal afterlife, whatever, due to a orb. Um, it, they're, they're just uh, too easily recreatable, too easily dis- you know, explained and dismissed um, to really hold any sort of credit, unless they're you know, very pronounced, self-emanating light. I don't know, I, it's, it's tough for me to really give any sort of credibility to an orb. Can I, ju- can I just add at that point, hallelujah, brother? <laughs> There's two of us in the world, I guess. Or maybe three. Yeah. There might be a third one out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure there's one or two. the the normal uh, the normal assessment of orbs. That well, I, I actually have to disagree with you guys. There we go. Because we go. Uh, you know I, I I've I've read on so many sites where people say uh, yes I know that dust particles are caused by uh, you know I mean orbs are caused by dust particles uh, the camera blah 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 but I have caught this orb that is really paranormal. Well, and I, I've seen this on, on many, many occasions. No, 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 yeah. this is pretty regular. Yeah, that's what I mean. You have 90, 99% of orbs are explained by dust and moisture and insects, and every group, you know, the, the general theory runs at 1% aren't, and the 1% is always on the website of the person that says the 1% can't be explained. It's their pictures. Yeah, I mean, so you, there you go. I mean, you, so you know yourself, Mr. Kolek, Mr. Van Helsing, that to order... And on command, we had an orb appear above you, with you, and alongside you at Hammond Castle in Gloucester. Um, yes, but you had to use some kind of funny camera. No, we didn't. We just oh, used yes, you did. Did. It was a normal day. I can produce orbs to order, as you well know. And uh, we oh, it was a funny did camera. do, and, and we've done it at Spirit Quest to order. With uh, a funny uh, camera. Upon command. That's a funny camera. It's, all, it's a straight foot. It's a stereo camera. It's actually ah, two separate cameras. There you cameras. go. There uh, you it's, go. It's not funny, as, as Josh will verify. Stereo Having two camera cameras is, side by side is, is absolutely the, is the reason why you have the orb, because the reflection uh, I mean, is caught by the second, pe- second camera. Rubbish. It's two separate cameras in one body. Tell him. Josh, for heaven's sake, put him out of his misery. No, that's that's true story. Yeah, you know, and, and that's probably one of the biggest the biggest debates when it comes to um, you know the orbs is, is its placement. It was on my shoulder. It was hovering over my birthday cake. It was over the tombstone. You know, when you're looking at um, a two dimensional image, you can't place it within a two dimension. You can't place it in a three dimensional world in a two dimensional image. Um, so those stereo cameras 
Um, that's what they're there for. When you're capture, capturing it in something like that, an actual 3D image, it's a totally different world versus um, a standard camera with one lens, one one view. It's a two-dimensional capture of a three-dimensional world. You can't face that or um, size matters. You know, your eye puts larger things in front of smaller things, um, and it's just it's your eye tricks. There you go. See, that's told him, Josh, thank no, I don't think that. so. But that's a good try, though. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Are you playing devil's advocate today? Uh, but, anyways, uh, Josh has, is, uh, is, uh, as I mentioned, uh, put together a pretty neat presentation. And are you going to be uh, producing that for uh, Spirit Quest again? I am, but I'm, I'm refreshing it. I, I really haven't revisited the topic in. Um, a, quite, a couple years. Um, it, it really hasn't been refreshed. Probably since the last time I was at Spirit Quest, which was the first one. The first one. So um, I'm refreshing it. I'm putting in new info, new data, new thoughts, new theories, um, new pictures, videos. Um, I, I really want to kind of concentrate a lot on and kind of open up, open up people's eyes to the the fact that their eyes are being tricked. Um, it's a great show, TV show I love to watch. If anybody's ever seen it called Brain Games. Um, oh, absolutely. How the, brain can be, <laughs> the way the brain can be tricked by images, and that's really what I think is happening in a lot of these cases with paranormal photos. Um, if you stop to think about a minute, think a minute that you're being tricked like that, then you'll be better. Yeah, yeah I... Uh... You know, I kind of, wait a minute. Okay, so uh, Nate says orbs are real because they have faces on it. Yeah, we've actually got a picture here of uh, an orb. Um, well, not with me. It's on our hard drive from, from the old project that we did. Um, it's actually an orb with the face of Mickey Mouse in it. Excellent. excellent. And another one with the face of Jesus. So, uh, Very good. yeah, uh, yeah, I but we can even do that too. Um, in fact, didn't Jesus appear in a in a in a tornado uh, image this week as well? He gets around that boy. I'm sure. I see him in a piece of toast once. I think. Yeah, we can create. I've got a great stamper I got for uh, uh, a gift uh, a couple of years ago, and you can you can impress the Blessed Virgin Mary into your toast. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's all very interesting. But uh, so, anyways, uh, come to Spirit Quest and talk to Josh about this and Steve, and um, you know, I'm sure they can set you straight on what orbs are. So, there you go. Anyways, if you haven't got your tickets for Spirit Quest, I'm always up for a good orb debate. There you go. So, if you're uh, interested in uh, Spirit Quest, check out the website negosproject.com. The letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And uh, we'll be doing a lot of other interesting things there, too. Is So, there you go. Uh, so, Josh, I mean, you have uh, been investigating for how many years now? It's It's been a long time since we made that first visit to the Hooten Mansion. And so, I, I can't. Uh, boy, I can't, you know. I think I figured out the date, and I, I forgot what the date was, but uh, we're going on about a decade now, um, a little over a decade. Wow. Um, it, it doesn't seem that long, but it really, it's, it's been about that long. It's been about a decade since that first visit where we first met you and, uh, and the rest of your team um, at the Houghton, and it, it's, it's been a roller coaster ride. Um, 
know, there's been ups and downs, peaks and valleys. We're kind of in a little valley right now, but all that means is there's another peak on the horizon. So uh, it's it's. I wouldn't give up the last 10 years of investigating what we've done right, and it's, it's, I've learned so much and experienced things I think most people never thought they would experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the cool thing about it. I mean, you were lucky enough to, in fact, you were on the, uh, the Ghost Adventure uh, episode at the uh, Houghton Mansion as well. So, uh, But you, you've experienced a lot because you've had that mansion to work with for so many years, and... Uh, you know, that's, you know, that's a, a real privilege for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think it kind of spoiled us a little bit. Um, you know, we didn't have to pay our dues quite like maybe some other groups or organizations may have had to where, you know, they had to scrounge and beg and plead to get into places that are haunted. Uh, we were able to go wherever we wanted, but, you know, it was a real kind of, at the, the first night, you know, I'll, I'll never forget the experience that first night. You know, we were investigating with you and, and the, the rest of the Ghost Project, and there was a point in that night, it was probably 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, where we're all starting to get a little tired, and, you know, I, I, there was a very definitive cold spot that you could kind of just feel. And I remember grabbing your... You had an EMS cell sensor and picking it up, and I had no idea what any of this stuff was. And I was like, wow, what is this doing? And you kind of told me this text ghost. I'm like, really? Okay. You know, so there was this cold spot. I remember just, for, you know, taking my hand and reaching out and feeling how cold that spot was, then taking the meter and having it beat, and then taking it back out. And I was like, take, you know, for, you know, mesmerized by the fact that, like, my hand might have been in some form or another interacting or touching with spirit energy. And it just kind of, like, that blew my mind. Like, I may be touching a ghost right now. Um, from that point forward, it was like trying to get to that next better experience. You know, right. you know, to, to prove it, to feel it, to, to, for whatever it was. You know, that that one moment in my life was like got me like hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. I, I, all I can remember uh, that first night, we uh, of course Maureen was with me. Who people don't know, Maureen was a. Uh, uh, a trans medium. But the interesting thing about Maureen is is she is, you know, so much into the business world and technical and that she's kind of put all this stuff aside when I first met her. In fact, uh, you know, she wouldn't even talk about it. So I kind of got out of the closet. But one thing she told me she would never do was a seance. So uh, at the, uh, the Houghton Mansion late that night, uh, we decided to uh, do a little seated communication by candlelight which uh, was my little sneaky way of saying seance. Uh, but she saw it through it yeah. anyway. <laughs> so anyways, that was a, a neat event. We were in that room. We, we closed the pocket doors. We're all inside. Uh, your, your father was there. Uh, and, and, of course, this is the first time that you, you guys seen a paranormal investigation. And uh, while we were in there, I remember one of the cameras cut out on its own, and so we lost that one. And then... Uh, there was a little bit of stuff going on, but there was a rattle of the doors, which was interesting. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. right in the middle of it, your father jumps up. And he says, oh, my ass, and goes running out the door. And that, to me, was one of the, the most best points of my life, really, was seeing that. That was, that was excellent. Uh, do you remember that? I, there was that, and then I don't know if you remember um, – 
you had a motion alarm or some sort of door alarm for a door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> that one scared my sister who happened to be there at the same time. It, like, it set off and started making like a like, really loud, obnoxious yep. alarm. Then she came running. She walked by and made the day. It wasn't even a ghost that set it off. It went up, it went up, and she walked by, and she screamed and ran down the hall so fast. It was, yeah, that, that was, was those those stick out. Yeah, Marion and I were uh, analyzing some of the uh, footage that we had with the other camera that was in the room, and then, and that's what we heard. The alarm goes up, and we hear ah, and she comes screaming down the thing, arms flailing in the air right out the mansion. We just looked at each other and laughed. It was so funny. I remember that. Yeah, that was uh, that was good times actually. I, I, I really uh, impressive. Impressive ghost hunter, wouldn't you say, Steve? Huh? You, you are the Van Helsing of New England. Yes, uh, evidently. And you know, one thing I I, I I did pick up on my ears leapt into my headphones um, was when Josh said that you handed him the EMF meter and you said, "Here, this detects ghosts." <sighs> really? I never. That never happened. It may not. Exact words. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, I think we hit the nail right in the head there. I think it never a, happened. We we have a closet Jason Hoyes on the channel tonight, ladies and gentlemen. This is the man that talks to his Katie. Mind you, know, you mind you, know, thinking about we record everything, so it's not a problem for me to to produce the actual uh, video of this or the audio. So I'm sure a little scratching around on YouTube. I'm not worried about you. it at all. So we can find you some video of you chatting away. Mind you, you did introduce me to the wonderful um, world of the Ghost Pro meter, um, the one with its ancient ghosts and modern I love ghosts. That one. Yeah, it's so cool. You know, I'm, still so, trying to, I'm still trying to figure out the science behind it. but um, Who cares I'll, about I'll, the science behind it? It's just I'll get cool, it. I'll get it. No, I'll, I'll it's just it the coolest piece of tech. You know, I, I take it on every investigation I do. Um, it's been right around the UK with me. It's been over to Ireland. Um, you know, it's been on lots of investigations. Um, and, you know, I, I always, always, always uh, try and include the instruction leaflet in many of the talks that I well, do. That's important. Yeah, that's really important. You know, <clears throat> Uh, you know, reading the instruction leaflet under the box, uh, I think it says a great deal about the meter and its value to ghost hunting. Yeah, and you can charge for it, which is interesting. It uh, actually it actually recommends that you charge for investigations on the box. Does it? Yeah. Cool. Read. Well, how, how long are you, you going to get money to buy the equipment? Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, we have to we have to flog our ass to the media. Um, you know, the Japanese are the highest paying clients at the moment. Um, yeah, you know, unless you get a load of tattoos and some body armor, uh, that's the only way you're going to make money these days to buy the equipment. But, ladies and gentlemen, the Ghost Ark is available for pre-order and has been since the 18th of August. You can now order your Ghost Ark for $249 for the deluxe version, or a, or a standard $199. Um, they're not saying when it, when you'll actually get the device, but what is them... it? the ghost arc. You've not been in the queue for the ghost arc, uh, the new paranormal detection device that's sweeping the paranormal world, even though the thing doesn't exist yet. Just Google the ghost arc. I've seen the pictures. It really? looks it looks cool. Somebody's going to make. I I I I will wager. I'm no psychic, but I will wager that what you're looking at is the next revolution in ghost investigation. Uh, you will see really? it on YouTube. You will see it in every investigation. Uh, it will replace the Mel meter and the K2 and move over the ghost box. This is the ghost arc. 
the ghost stock, right? Only one ninety nine. It does it all that in one box. <laughs> yep. Amen. As somebody said there, Amen, brother. Oh, well, it's Van Helsing. <laughs> and anyways, uh, what we're talking about as well is is ghost tech. And uh, joining us at Spur, of course, will be uh, Christy Parrish. You've met her before, right, uh, Josh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've worked with her a few times on a few different legend trips events. Yeah, and, uh, you know, she's uh, she's got an interesting little head on her shoulders. She comes up with some really kind of cool stuff for uh, hunting goats. Uh, so she's going to be doing a presentation on that, which will be kind of fun uh, as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. I, I have yet to see one of her presentations, so I'm kind of I'm looking forward to, to hopefully yeah, getting a I, chance I actually to see I actually got to see her, and, and, and she tells you how to make equipment out of from the dollar store, which is really, you know, thrifty. So uh, it, for those who can't afford the $199 for the ghost stock, they can probably get something at the dollar store to work just as well. Uh, anyway. Well, but, anything uh, from the dollar store is going to work as well as a K2, let's be honest. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. K2 has can communicate with spirits, so you never know. Own, only on the world of television. Oh, no, no. I've seen it in action, my friend. See, the problem with parascience is they don't actually use this equipment. They just... Oh, we do. They hey, just poo-poo it. And then, mm. uh, you know, you they don't really so study it. You are so incredibly wrong. So, I mean, we, we've done you extensive are, as usual, work so with this equipment so that we... Incredibly uh, wrong. At least we can comment it on our from, from experience as, uh, you know, some people. But anyways, uh, another thing we'll be doing, Josh, and I, I hope you'll be taking part of this, is the Blair Witch Ghost Hunt, which is... Really, really, really exciting for us. It includes uh, uh, a trot through the woods, the haunted woods, of course, including the ghost trail and and the uh, the cabin in the woods. And so uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I know the land up there. A lot of people have uh, really, uh, you know, made some interesting comments about uh, who haunts it and so forth. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. And uh, yeah, when be... I saw that on the when I saw that on the schedule, that definitely that piqued my interest. And um, I know, and Chantal's coming out with me, and she's like, eh, "That's okay, I'll just stay back while you do that." Well, I think were her exact words. Really? Well, we need somebody to stay back with because uh, we've got to go out and find the camera the next morning for the footage uh, because there'll be no witnesses um, you know, to find out <laughs> what actually right. happened. You know, we yeah. have to go out the next day with daybreak to to pick up the cameras. Right. So, I mean, I'm hoping to, uh, you know, if we could, uh, you know, uh, maybe we could do these trails by drones, you know, and that way we wouldn't risk any human life. Well, then we just end up with Homeland Security videoing us, and it it end up on one of these, yeah, be on one of these UFO web pages. Yeah, could, could be. So that's going to be all neat. That's uh, that's coming up on September 18th through the 20th. Uh, go on the website once again, nighostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited, as usual. It's the last three have been a lot of fun, and this one is not going to let me down either. As I mentioned before, half the uh, over half the uh, weekend passes are gone, so... If you're thinking about a weekend pass, you better get it while you can. There's also uh, special rates on hotels, too, so that's kind of cool. But anyways, uh, that's speaking. Uh, Chantel will also be bringing her all her uh, little goodies with her as well, right? Oh, yes. You've been working on that 
diligently for like the last month. Um, got a pretty good stock of just housing pendulums, protection bags, all your metaphysical, um, all the stuff I knock, all the non-scientific stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, thousand pendulums, uh, rods, protection bags, crystal sets, crystal points, all your more metaphysical, um, spiritual things, um, will definitely have for sale. Um, we've been oh, holding excellent. up with a whole new inventory. Oh, cool, cool. And, of course, uh, Spur Across will also be the debut of Van Helsing's special blend. So that will be available for the first time by popular demand. This is something that I've had on me for years now when people have just been bugging the crap out of me to produce it commercially. And, and with the help of Leslie Martin, we have done it. And I am really proud of this product. So there you go. So, anyways, uh, Josh, anything you want to add? We got about thirty seconds left. Uh, no, I'm pretty good. Um, if anyone's interested, if you're in Western Mass and you're looking for a chance to ghost hunt, I will be helping out Joe Derwin, um, author of These Mysterious Hills, the definitive book on ghost legends and lores in Berkshire County. We're going to be doing a ghost hunt at a haunted mansion in Pittsfield, Mass, on October third. Um, you can go to These Mysterious Hills. Um, uh, these mysterious hills on Facebook and his blog for information on that. For a hundred dollars, you get a copy of the book, uh, as well as a chance to investigate into the late hours of the night with me and other in- attendees. Um, awesome. I forgot the name of the mansion. I'm unprepared for it, but it's going to be a good time. Okay, bring the information with you as per request. Anyways, we got to go. That's the music. So, Josh, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Thank you. Safe driving, Josh. Thanks. Well, that was good. Uh, another another show down the tube. So until next time, I guess uh, we got to say goodbye. And pretty soon you'll be sitting down beside the, me. I will. It's down the tube's the right way, the right description to end the yep, show. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. All right then. Good night. God good bless. Night. God bless. Peace, happiness, love, light, and may your God go yeah, with whatever. you. Long leggedy beasties and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.